0: Excuse me, what is going on here? But first we're gonna make a little detour. So absurd, so questionable. Yeah, I guess we're just the weirdos. Expect the detour.
1: Stop talking about donuts. You talk about you them too much. To you, 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 talk them. you talk about them. You talk about too
0: much. <laughs> That's that Dunkin' marketing that just got yeah. to him.
1: Evan, give us give us a Dunkin' commercial that you would run. Give us what? How would you sell some donuts?
2: Scene opens, dinosaur to birthday party, top hat or birthday hat on, obviously. It's uh, like a little teepee on his head. <laughs>
1: Thanks for describing what a birthday party hat is.
2: <laughs> he has small arms, so he can't reach the treats that are in the bowls. The bowls mm-hmm. are too deep. Mm-hmm. So he's like, man, what I would do right now for a treat that I could actually reach. And so he's driving down the road trying to find something to eat. He drive, though. He's in depression. He's listening to... Loud emo music, kind of it, it deep in his feels. It's raining. His windshield wipers on. He can't see well out. <laughs> like, fu- I feel mean, like this is about to turn into a <laughs> wear
1: your seatbelt ad. <laughs> <laughs>
2: just- he hydroplanes. He has mm. to puddle hydroplanes. Goes soaring off into a ditch. He he wasn't wearing his seatbelt, like <laughs> yeah. you said. Uh, his head smashes into the windshield. A cop who is responding to the call, recently ordered a half dozen of Mm -hmm. Dunkin' Donuts. He's in his car. He's not yet delved into these donuts, but he gets the call. He's on his way. He attends to the
1: scene. Is he kind of annoyed he had to go? A little bit.
0: <laughs> is is this the uh, customary Ben Affleck part? He's he's standard in a lot of Dunkin' commercials. Yeah. Is, he, is he the cop in the situation?
2: He would be the cop in okay. the situation, and he's peering down this wreck, this dead, mangled body in this this car that just hydroplaned into a tree. And you know, he's sick of his job. <laughs> uh, it's kind of <laughs> just <laughs> it, it's <laughs> every day. It's just more of this. <laughs> just dead just, just dead bodies. Just dead. Dead dinosaurs, dead bodies from just years ago. And he's like, I wish an asteroid would take me off of this earth so <laughs> I don't have to work this job anymore. But anyway, he... <laughs> <laughs> so the ambulance and the fire truck? Partner truck? Is that what it's called? Okay. Fire people? <laughs> I don't know. Department? <laughs> fire department shows up. They clean up the wreck. Uh, tow trunk company gets the car out of there. Cops finally able to return to his car to... Drive home, and he sees that little box of mm. Dunkin' Donuts, and it's the only spark of joy he's gotten all day. Wow.
1: It took a second to get to the donut part, but you told a story that really mm. captivated what Dunkin' is. Yep. It
2: lightens your day whenever you think
1: it's at its darkest.
2: <laughs> I don't understand the <laughs> dinosaur vibe and why that had to be in there.
0: Sounds like, like some really arty short film yeah. <laughs> that you're not supposed to get.
2: Yeah. Somebody had to hit the tree,
1: you know? <laughs> you made a dinosaur.
0: In this yeah. case it was happened to be a prehistoric animal. <laughs> but America runs on Duncan. Mon- as I America runs
2: on Duncan, as well as prehistoric America. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Speaking of death, I wanted to bring something up. Uh, This week, Alan did the most romantic thing that you could do as a husband. Oh. And uh, took his wife, his betrothed, to see his grave plots where he is going to bury him and his wife one day. That is so sweet.
0: Let me set the the stage for you. We're driving down the road, not too far from the cemetery, but just far enough to where it's... It's outside the cemetery. It's a little out of the way. (laughs) And my wife says... She brought this up. She said, hey, where are our cemetery plots at? She just did She. They, I promise She would you. have
1: had to have had pride. Nobody just naturally asks,
0: No. no hey, where are our
1: cemetery plots?
0: <laughs> that's, that's not a natural conversation if you're outside of our family. If you're in our family, then you know that in the early 90s, my dad got a great deal on burial plots. <laughs> and he bought.
2: He's a sucker for a good deal. Yeah, he like, bought,
0: I think, 30. <laughs> and i wish that was an exaggeration but when prices were as low as they were you just buy them up
1: you like you're losing money if you don't buy you're
0: them. you're losing money if you don't well, so, It's like
1: a real
2: estate investor but for
0: graveyard plots hey <laughs> land is land so we took a we took a nice drive up the cemetery road i showed her a few family members were they, they dead they were okay. <laughs> they were they weren't also hanging out watching their plots yeah okay <laughs> um we got out surveyed small area of ground but i said you know Every, it's like that scene in The Lion King where he's where Mufasa says to Simba, "Everything the light touches." Yeah. <laughs> that was kind of that was kind of what I did, but in it's the, like a quarter of an acre <laughs> plot, <laughs> but in a very small, old, old graveyard. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't start digging the graves right then. We did not. Thought it was a little little preemptive. Yeah,
1: premature. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It would have been funnier if you were like, "All right, well, let's go out and dig them.
0: But I don't help her; so I make her dig. Yeah, it.
1: you make her dig. Do- you're like a mob boss that's yeah. about to shoot her in the hole.
0: <laughs> but you know, it's a lot of fun. I don't know if you guys have cemetery plots yet. I don't, and I feel I nope. feel
1: <laughs> I feel unprepared.
0: Evan, what's your uh, what's your barrel plot status? Single,
1: I guess.
0: <laughs> I as well
2: feel underprepared, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I feel like you're overprepared. I can see that, yeah. Because, you know, we're not even in our 30s yet. Yeah. No. Having a burial plot seems like you're expecting something. When well, I
0: tell you that my dad had these burial plots before I was born, <laughs> <laughs> either either he got it before I was born or he bought them very soon after it's, I was born. That
1: feels very, let's all drink the Kool-Aid. Yeah, You know, yeah. like... Yeah. Kind of culty, like
0: Mm -hmm. like
1: we you know you're gonna die, like we're all gonna die. But like I'm not gonna,
0: might as well have a place to go. I'm not gonna pick out my
1: my funeral home yet. Yeah, yeah. Throw me in a ditch. I don't care. Mm -hmm. Put put me in a trunk of some person in a Walmart. Frame them for murder. Okay. Ooh. You know. That is nice. That'd be pretty
0: cool, right? Uh-huh. No, yeah. we're talking. Do that. Don't put me in the ground. Are you going to die in the, in the car or is somebody going <laughs> to move you to the car? Yeah, I'm
1: going to be like, you know, I'm looking at my watch and I'm like, ah, really it's on the about, count down here.
0: About time <laughs> to go. <laughs>
1: Let's go ahead and go get, just, I'll throw all the stuff out of the trunk. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like nesting, like a mouse nesting. You're like a cat that has to go somewhere to die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, <laughs> But yeah, I'll just kind of get in the trunk and close it, and I'll just okay. kind of die like a cat, just like a wild animal. Yeah, <laughs>
0: that's that's definitely one way to do it. More fun than yours.
1: I don't, it's not a competition. It's not. A competition. It's not. And it's it's
2: uh, fun is one one metric in mm-hmm. the whole rubric of grading.
1: Well, your death. Well, how would you measure it then, if not by entertainment value? I mean, there's the
2: preparedness of it. Sure, that's yeah. one metric. Was it
0: prepared? And this is your classic system called grave grading, right? It's, grave grading, yeah. yeah. Evan's mm-hmm. grave grading, rubric scale. <laughs>
2: you don't get a lot of work done during the day, <laughs> No, no. no. <laughs> Spend a lot of time on my rubric, <laughs> figuring out what works best, but preparedness is one yeah. metric. Um, second metric would be the fun aspect, the entertainment value of it all. Third would be the monetary value. What mm. can you get out of it? Yeah. Mm. Uh, fourth would be respect. Are you being respected? Are you respecting wherever your dead body's being thrown?
1: You have yeah. to do... That's on you as the dead person? That responsibility?
2: Yeah. I don't want any responsibility once I'm dead. Yeah. You want it to be as disrespectful as possible.
1: As a dead person? Yeah. Oh, okay. I
2: want to be swinging from a stocklight want- pole. <laughs> <laughs> With just a note painted on my body saying... Cow thief. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Like you were just hung for for cattle robbery oh, yeah. in the old west. I got one boot on. <laughs> I mean,
2: Didn't you have like a one.
0: category that was? I'm looking over at your computer right now. You he's, have it up. He's yeah, it, he's yeah. he's got it up. He was working on it before he came in here. I think that last column says "sexy?" Question <laughs> mark.
1: <laughs> There's a
0: pie chart.
1: There's a pie chart right next to it, and it's it's mostly sexy. <laughs> it's a very sl- very slim sliver. <laughs> is the rest of the category. Respect is so small in that pie chart. (laughs) Preparedness, (laughs) even smaller. It's mostly sexy. 95% (laughs) of it is sexy. Explain. (laughs) I did forget to mention sexy. Um,
2: (laughs) Sexiness is probably the biggest factor. Yeah, as as (laughs) illustrated. That's because what's more important when you're dead than the last thing people think of you? Mm -hmm. The last image in their brain of you, you want it to be bare skin. Mm. You want it to be you at your purest form, your sexiest. (laughs) You want to go out... The way you live, <laughs> like a stripper in
1: like Detroit, <laughs> Michigan. <laughs> like you want to do like those big red platform shoes, yeah. big red platform. Like you, <laughs> you, you need an extra long coffin to fit those things. <laughs> Looking
2: like Patrick Starr. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got fishnets. You got the platform shoes, and you got no shirt on. Ta- nipple tassels, nipple tassels hmm. flailing everywhere. So, when people come by and they come to say their goodbyes,
1: they say their hellos. They say too. their hellos <laughs> and then they say their goodbyes.
2: So they're looking at it. They're like kind of sad, but they're also like kind of turned on. Yeah, we got to get home. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, oh, this is weirdly doing something for me, you know? <laughs> hope this doesn't awaken Am I the only one
0: me. here? You, know, uh,
1: <laughs> you necrofilm me, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, <laughs> it's the last thing you want to do is turn on your friends and family <laughs> at your wake. <laughs> oh. What is a
2: one better parting gift? Name that. Name well, one better, better, better
1: parting better gift. Better than sexiness?
2: Than a boner. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you have it?
0: Is Isn't that person?
1: Everyone does. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, no.
1: Yeah, put a bow on that thing, you know? Oh. It's a gift. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not in your head.
2: Yeah, well, I I feel like you'll always give me the
1: worst situation. <laughs> God gives his greatest battles to the strongest. Yeah, that him, he does. It. That he does. I guess. <laughs> Fighting for my life. I'm looking forward to your
2: funeral now. Yeah. Should be. It will be sexy. <laughs> Strobe lights and like... Ns, 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 ns. It'll be like a Miami club. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and by uh, that you mean gay. Yeah. <laughs> Bald Latino men <laughs> But um, yeah, Alan has great plots I think that's the point of what I we think, talked about I
0: think be prepared And more than that, uh, make sure your dad was prepared Before you <laughs> had the ability to be
1: <laughs> yeah. Alright, well, welcome to Questful Detour uh, Let's do some hypothetical. Dave, can
0: I pose a somewhat
2: abstract, purely hypothetical question?
1: I guess I, I want to apologize for asking a hypothetical question Well, that's a hypothetical question So, uh, yeah we're homeowners, right? Everybody here is a homeowner. All three of us. I have
0: a home. I, the, you, the fact yeah. check board is lighting up over there. Well, we have a
1: fact check board.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, who got that board? <laughs> this, this is the most
1: untruthful podcast. It's going to be lighting up the whole time. It's like a Las Vegas trip club. No, we all have homes, but that, homes can be empty. It's just walls and a roof and windows. How are we making that a home where you want to be? Mm-hmm. I,
2: think, I think the most important part of a house is where you sleep. Um, and that, that's because you're going to spend over half your life there, right? And so what I like to do is make sure any sleeping, um, relaxing, basically any furniture that you may use in this home to sleep on or relax on, I like to set it up in a not just a room, but in a continuous sequence so that you can just do parkour kind of the first week you're there and really break in the cushions. And wait, the...
1: wait, your answer is home is it's important where you sleep, but you're going to do parkour?
2: <laughs> yeah, well, you want to you break in the furniture. So you got to do a little parkour on it for about a week and just kind of
1: get the bumps out. Uh, really ki- set the, let me let me ask the let me holes. ask Evan this. Uh-huh. What kind of furniture are you buying if you need to get bumps out? I just, is it just furniture on the side of the road <laughs> filled
0: with rocks?
1: <laughs> so, why are you
0: buying lumpy furniture? Let me put y'all on something. Everybody, is it a lumpy couch? Let me put y'all on something real quick. You better not try and sell us your couch. Yeah, I want your lumpy
2: couch. <laughs> we'll talk. But everybody's going to these home goods stores and mattress depot firms and whatever they're called, paying thousands and thousands. You couldn't come
1: of up with one mattress store name? Mattress <laughs>
2: yeah. Mattress place. And there everybody's going to mattress places and just paying all these thousands of dollars. For what? A, a mattress. A mattress? A quality oh. mattress that you can get some sleep <laughs> on. A piece of cloth that you lay your body on. A cloth.
0: I don't think you know what a mattress is. A a, a
2: piece of layered cloth. Do you sleep
1: on just a folded up bath towel? Just layers of cotton
2: (laughs) and other various materials. Let me tell you what. Save you some money and go down to this little place I found, pretty underground. It's called The Dump. (laughs) 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 people are going there to pick things up yeah uh, i would people, say so i've seen people dropping stuff off but it's kind of like goodwill they drop stuff off so that
1: goodwill would not appreciate you people can buy it. The dump. <laughs> so that
2: so that people can can get stuff for less so you know me and my family we venture on down to the dump every now and then you'll catch a good mattress coming in and you gotta snag that bad boy and yeah maybe it has a rock or a steel beam or, or something in it. Um, and yeah, that's it's family of
1: mice. Yeah,
2: that's what you got to <laughs> knock out during the parkour. So yeah, it okay. takes a little bit of breaking in, but it's worth it to save a couple bucks.
1: It, you are... S- Saving money. Um, is the is your whole house covered in these trash mattresses? Yeah. Do you have other furniture? Well, I mean, you have couches and stuff okay, that okay, on okay. there too. But uh,
0: you you get them all from the the place call the dump, the little known place. Hundred percent, hundred percent
2: of my furniture comes from the dump. I don't know why they call it that because
1: I think
0: it's more like a verb, like that's just where people
1: dump things. I don't know. I don't know if you can wrap your head around that.
2: <laughs> it seems like more of a treasure pit. <laughs> Mm-hmm. If that's what we're going to, if we're going to name things after what they are, mm-hmm. let's call it the treasure trove or the treasure hole. The place with all the furniture. Oh, Chica. okay. <laughs> it, just, it just rolls off the tongue. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. good. That's good. Mm-hmm. I bet your house smells lovely. Smells like Febreze and a lot of it because we spray it all down with Febreze just constantly.
1: So your house smells like <laughs> old furniture,
0: mildew.
2: You don't want to put your face in it. I'll say that. There's some stinks you can't get out.
0: <laughs> Evan's got the industrial roundup sprayer just pumping Febreze yeah. <laughs> into his into his house.
1: We, Evan's mattresses definitely has like a loose sp- spring coming through it and uh-huh. has like questionable stains on it. We do
2: bug bombs, but like with Febreze. Like Nobody s- can go in for like 72 hours because you're just going to inhale toxic fumes.
0: Nobody minutes. other than you though.
2: Well, yeah. You go in. I can withstand
1: it.
0: <laughs> but that's hey, just- you're losing a lot of hair. Could that
1: be the reason you're... You're looking kind of mangy right now because you're slowly poisoning yourself. No, I'm just under a lot of stress. <laughs> hey, it's because you're not sleeping well. Yeah, <laughs> Because you're sleeping on trash mattresses.
0: Now, your leg is bleeding right now. Oh, my God. <laughs> is that because of that, that rusty spring sticking out of your mattress? See, the great thing about this Febreze bond, I can't even feel it. <laughs> I tell you
2: what, I've got a whole new sensation running through my body, and i oh just tingling all the time. Yeah.
1: If only it could cover your emotional pain too. Boy, howdy. <laughs> That'd
2: really I be wish. a
0: really be a fix all, wouldn't <laughs> it?
2: <laughs> I may just be an Iron Man at that point. If if it if it could cover up my emotions, what could could get me at that they point? They
1: call Definitely. you an Iron Man though, because you've lost all your blood and you need iron vigorously. Yeah. Yeah,
2: besides the steel springs sticking into my legs, that's the only bit of iron I get. (laughs) It's the only bit of iron in my body coursing through my veins is the springs.
1: Are you the only one that sleeps in your house? Where is Savannah in this? Because I know she has standards and does not sleep in this house with you. Yeah, we don't sleep in the same
2: house. (laughs) She has her own house that she thinks is more comfortable or not as... Risky for her health. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like all these so lame you've got, excuses.
0: you've got the money for two houses. <laughs> he's but he's you're choosing all- to he's go to the dump to buy your what furniture? Do you think he's
1: getting all the extra money from? <laughs> Listen, guy, <laughs> you don't get rich from spending money. It's also, you don't buy, you buy one mattress every like 15 years. You yeah. make it seem like everybody <laughs> buys a mattress a year and they're having to spend $3,000. Listen, I don't want to get into your finances. I've been going through mattresses. <laughs> why are you going through mattresses? so
0: Parkour. Fast? He's doing parkour <laughs> on them. <laughs>
2: a lot of parkour. A lot of stuff in my cash in them.
0: What you do to get rid of those rodents that live in your mattress is probably also the reason why you your mattresses last you like two weeks.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, that could be true. But I still think financially it's it's worth.
1: It. Okay, let's. I've done the math. Why, so, Alan? Let's give everybody some financial advice. You wanna you wanna be our financial guy? Evan Cullen to. Uh, Dave Allen Ramsey over here. Maybe Alan can give you some financial advice.
0: You're uh, you're on the Ramsey show.
2: Hey, Dave. Uh, this is my name's Evan. Uh, longtime caller, first time listener. Um, <laughs> <laughs> listen, I got. It. <laughs> <laughs> I got a question question for you, Dave. Uh, All right, Evan, shoot. See, you know mattresses.
0: Yeah, I'm familiar with them.
2: I go through at least three of them a year. Now, how uh, financially, I think they're a waste of money just because you wear through them so soon. I've been kind of picking them up at the dump. Uh, for free really uh it's kind of nobody's really delved into this market but me it seems like so i just want to see what your advice for me would be and uh your thoughts on the whole situation
0: let me stop you right there evan i'm gonna gonna ask you a couple couple leveling questions just to kind of get a gauge on where you're at financially okay kitchen table is it paid off uh yeah sure (laughs) Did, did not did not sound confident how many uh how many credit cards you got
2: that I'm using to pay off my other credit card.
0: Oh, Evan, <laughs> Evan, let me stop you right there. You have got to get rid of those credit oh. you've got, You've got to aggressively pay off that debt. Let me tell you what you do. Mm-hmm. Start selling these mattresses oh. you find at the dump. Oh. Start selling them. <laughs>
2: I hear you, I hear you. That's a great, I mean, in theory, it sounds great, but what am I going to sleep on if I don't have the mattresses I'm recouping from the, the dump? Because if I have five mattresses in my house, Sure, I'm trying to sell one of them, but I'm also gonna wear
0: through that one. Evan, Evan, I'm 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 gonna, I'm gonna be honest with you. If you got credit card debt, you don't deserve a mattress, <laughs> and that's the <a> Ramsey guarantee.
2: <laughs> now let me let me throw this other wrench in the in the tire here. So I do a lot of parkour. Um, <laughs> how many mattresses you think withstand a h- 195 pound man uh, hopping from? Mattress to mattress, uh, finding the joy in life from the height he gets, and at the pinnacle of each jump, he's kind of just finding himself within himself to become a new man and really put his best foot forward. Uh, How would you equate that in monetary value,
0: son? To be honest with you, I think you're beyond help. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go to the next caller. (laughs) It's you know, it makes sense that he's the first time.
1: (laughs) caller, and or he's a yeah, he's a first time yeah. listener. He had no idea what Dave Ramsey was for. dude was, dude was asking about mattresses. But Dave Ramsey financial guy. Evan. Why are you asking him he doesn't know about mattresses?
2: Well you know you gotta convert the the feeling you get from something to a monetary value. You know, it has some kind of monetary value, sentimental value, you
1: know? Mm. Uh, yeah let's go yeah, go sell your happiness, see how much money you get. I've tried for years. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's good. Mattresses Bye. Fill your home with dirty <laughs> furniture. <laughs> have, a, have a dump house. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Alan. How are you making your house a home?
0: So in order to make a house a home, I think you've gotta really create an environment. I think it's important, you know, you've got a nice homey fireplace, you've got a nice nice meal on the stove, cooking away, got a lot of blankets, ways to keep warm. You know what all three of those things have in common? The French Canadian fur trade. <laughs> Wasn't that going to be my first guess? Well, you, it, you would have been correct if it was. Okay. <laughs> Please connect the dots for us then. Imagine, imagine coming home. Your home is in a neighborhood. No. Imagine coming home and opening up your door at the house that exists in your boring neighborhood, and inside is just a log cabin.
1: Oh, I gotcha. It's like Davy Crockett style. Yeah. Like, yeah.
0: You've got a like a musket above you the said fireplace. Inside your house is a log cabin? Inside inside your house. Okay. It's de- it's decorated on the inside okay. like a log I cabin. I thought
2: maybe there was a smaller house within <laughs> your house. That makes more sense
1: though. I like that one.
0: That would be that, that that would be very funny. And not to say that there's not. You know, sometimes sometimes I think it's it's fun to have a miniature version of your real house <laughs> because what's better than a full-size French Canadian fur trader's log cabin is a smaller version of that. I think. And maybe some like beavers running through it and they live in it. I, you're not a very good fur trader if you have beavers running through your house.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't say like kill those.
0: Wouldn't say the lo- the beavers should be alive. I think they should definitely be carcasses. You know, hanging up that you that you've tanned. Um, you do that in the house? Well, you got a lot of rooms in your house. You, you know, you got one room for for you know slaughtering the animals. <laughs> now, and you, you know to seems to really like an outside thing, yeah, it's <laughs> like an outside thing. Really,
1: the whole slaughtering the animal thing, yeah. Uh,
0: to really bring it all together, you know, it's nice to have a real life Canadian fur trader there with you. Oh, big burly guy! So you've got a big, big burly mountain man, <laughs> got about four teeth. Can't, Big speak, beard. can't speak a lick of English. Big beard, <laughs> nothing but just incomprehensible French. Dibble dabble, yeah. Which it, well, on this podcast we called gibberish. Yeah. You know, <laughs> right. just also, raccoon hat. Yeah. Raccoon yeah. Hat on just head. moving, moving fur from one room to another. <laughs> just, you know, when I know when you guys think about home, that's the kind of thing you think of warm I, fur. I want to talk more about the homey fireplace. Mm hmm. Yeah.
1: Is that a fireplace
0: just for your friends? <laughs>
1: Yeah, do you have one
2: like your women's fireplace, and then your homie fireplace? Yeah, so there's two <laughs> fireplaces
0: in the house. One is for you know when the when the women are there, they go gather around the fire. But then you got the homie fireplace.
1: <laughs> that's got music around it.
0: That's where that's where the homies go. Kind of ping pong table <laughs> when the boys want to hang. <laughs>
2: But it also just has that little bit more of warmth. Yeah. You know? it's just a it just yeah. feels The warm.
1: fire is bigger. You yeah. look over to the women's fireplace, they're all like in the corner, like shaking to their tiny
0: little fire. There's like a cauldron in it, like, you know, like yeah. a, because they're cooking. They're cooking. <laughs> <laughs> but over at the homie fireplace, we, uh, we don't have to cook. It's not, it's not our role. Y'all are making sports bets. And yeah, <laughs> it's just yeah, betting on boxing.
1: You know, <laughs> talking about Hunt. Well, uh, is is your big burly fur trader there with y'all? Does he
0: is he allowed around the homie fireplace? He is. He kind of more like a more like a caretaker. He's a oh, okay. he's like a, a simpleton. Yeah. So he kind of just wanders around and laughs at everything.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what's his name? What's your what's your what's your
0: fur trader's name? Pierre. Pierre. Okay. <laughs> Pierre. Classic classic French yeah, name. You don't know his last name, though. He wasn't born with one. He hadn't to told you his name. You just named him Pierre. <laughs> he like, mumbles and just, he just speaks gibberish French all the time. I, I can't, can't understand a word he says. I'm, I'm just just assuming his name is Pierre because I don't know anything about the French culture.
2: <laughs> it's the only name, French name you know. Yeah.
0: I just know that that man walks in and out of my house with guns and fur. <laughs> Sometimes the animals are still alive. Sometimes yeah, they're dead. He
1: he takes that musket off off above the fireplace, goes outside. You hear the gunshot. He mm-hmm. comes in with a yeah, with yeah. a squirrel. <laughs> are you
2: actively trading with him for fur pelts as well, or is he just running his operation out of your shop?
0: It's a uh, mutually beneficial situation. He shoots the animals, makes the fur blankets. I purchase them from him. He gets a place to stay. Okay. So we're we're just kind of long term roommates. Is he sleeping in bed with you? <laughs> it's a bunk bed situation. Yeah, it's bunk bed. Is he on the
1: top bunk? Yeah, it's kind of creaky, man. You're kind of, you th- always thinking this night night might be my last
0: night. Yeah, yeah, but you know if I if, if I go, it, I'd I'd rather it be by somebody falling on top. You'd want to be under Pierre.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> That'll I know, be th- I know what that- French sounds like. <laughs> That'll be the last thing I hear. I think. <laughs>
1: I feel like that's how Pierre sounds. In my mind, he's just kinda I don't even know if it's French as much as it's just kind of gibberish.
0: Like well, he says it with some conviction, yeah. but it's just He means what he says, but there's there's almost no way to be sure what he actually means.
1: I'm sure he comes up to you like in the middle of the day, he's like It's like a Minecraft villager. <laughs>
0: and, and you're just like mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I'll 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 take some some tang, sure. <laughs> Thanks. Pierre
1: probably thinks you're the
0: dumb one. <laughs>
1: he's like, I just told this guy there's a gas leak in his house, and he's trying to get me to go clean the bathroom.
0: Well, it's we, we share the living situation, Pierre. You got you to gotta pull your weight around here as far as cleaning.
1: <laughs> Do you have to fight off maybe, you know, the native population around your house? I just kind of imagine around your house there's like a, a big log fence with their sharpened at the top, and, you know, maybe you're having to fight off
0: There is a big, there is a big log fence similar to like a wilderness fort. Yeah. yeah. Um, as of now, there's been no danger. There was a Asian family that moved in down the street. (laughs) They've presented no problems though. They seem to be great people. We've, we've traded with them.
1: (laughs) You fired a warning shot over their house though with a cannon,
0: didn't you? We wanted to be safe. (laughs) I told Pierre, I said, uh, sound the alarm, send a shot over their bow. So to speak. Yes. And so to speak he definitely did. Do they live on a
1: boat? I mean, now it makes it sound like you live in a circus neighborhood. <laughs> you live in like a
0: forest fort. You yeah. have a family that lives on a boat. Yeah, that's and, and <laughs> you've you've really hit the nail on the head there. Um I have a, a French Canadian fur trader house. The Asian family down the street has old ship house. <laughs> so everybody kinda just has a theme.
1: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it just sounds like y'all shoot cannons at each other the whole time. Well, you know, (laughs) it's fun. (laughs) I'm just waiting for your house to go up after you accidentally light the black powder in one of the rooms. You just take out the two neighboring houses. The circus tent and (laughs) the the moon bounce house. The moon bounce house, yeah. (laughs) There's nothing that feels more homey like not having electricity Mm -hmm. and having a strange burly man in your house. That makes
0: eating like stew all the time. Yeah,
1: <laughs> like not even like you don't even know what kind of stew you don't it is. you
0: don't know what kind. He just he just comes in with just some just some meat and throws it in.
2: You kind of live your life just by the way of the river. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> wherever it's flowing is where you're flowing. I guess
0: it's funny how they almost always flow the same way. Yeah.
1: Do you have to have a Native American guide to leave your house? Mm-hmm. Maybe help you venture outside.
0: Yeah, if if Pierre is off on a on a trade, sometimes I will make use of a of a Native friend. Uh, it runs with scissors. Is his name? <laughs> um,
1: that's his name. He that's his with name. Scissors? Runs, okay. runs with scissors. Yeah, yeah, he was never taught as a child not to do that. <laughs> no,
0: no, that's uh, they did it one time and they thought it was funny, so they were like, oh, that's that. Surely that's his name. <laughs> Yeah, runs with scissors. He'll, he'll guide me if, uh, if, if Pierre's not available. That's good. I think he's very homey. Every home needs a fireplace. It's every, dead animals in it. Yeah, and also every home needs two fireplaces. One for, <laughs> one for the women and one for the homies.
1: <laughs> all right, well, you know, in my home, I really take the old adage, home is where the heart is. You know, we've all heard that. I take that to heart, mm-hmm. pun intended. Mm. So what I do is I, uh, I set up a heart transplant operation room in my home in every room we are just bringing people in and cutting out their hearts putting putting them on shelves putting them in glass jars and just creating the
0: heart that makes the home are you putting these hearts in somebody else's body like are you completing the transplant
1: <laughs> <laughs> or are you just, deep just deep stealing hearts? <laughs> the heart are you just
0: pickling organs and you're a serial killer <laughs>
1: No, 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 no. We're 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 putting the hearts back in, you know. It's it's almost like a assembly line. Guy comes in on a gurney, guy mm-hmm. leaves in a gurney with a completely another heart. Like it's it's not even his heart. He was an upper transplant. He, yeah. just, <laughs> <laughs> he, he just was, got He came a new in for heart. a kidney transplant and you gave him <laughs> a new heart. He just needs a new heart. And you know, sometimes we keep a heart for the decoration. You know, sure. sure. You have a gun over your mm-hmm. fireplace, I have a heart. You know, each room is called a little heart name, like the left ventricle <laughs> mm-hmm. and the right ventricle. And, you know, it's all heart mm-hmm. based. Who hasn't
2: taken something home from work, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to decorate their house with in this instance.
1: You'll have an ask if the doctors are legit or you you all just making the assumption that they're not.
2: I heard that you were the doctor, which made me immediately assume
1: they weren't legit. So I, I do I do have a shift. I just use like hedge clippers and mm, maybe okay. a fork, okay. uh, tongs that you might flip a steak. I, that's great for grabbing a heart out of a, <laughs> a, a thorax.
0: <laughs> so you do heart surgery the same way that a Waffle House cook makes an all-star <laughs> breakfast.
1: It's funny you say that.
2: Because <laughs> you're smoking a cigarette while you're doing it, aren't you? Yeah, it's funny you
0: say
1: that because guess what the second biggest employer of Waffle House cooks are? Oh, no me <laughs> i they they go right from their shift at waffle house right over to zach's house and they they walk in with their waffle house i don't make them change so the what waffle you're house. what
0: you're saying is is that when people go out of prison now they have instead of just being able to get a job at waffle house yeah. they can also get a job as a heart surgeon yeah th- it, it really pads their resume yeah you yeah. know they get to say i'm a heart surgeon on there.
2: That uh, I mean, you're doing a good thing there. You're kind of you know rehabilitating people that wouldn't necessarily have a way in in life. So I mean, good on you. Yeah. uh, Yeah. For helping people get a job, not so good on you for stealing people's vital organs. But
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. one of the most vital of organs.
2: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Some might say the most. But I kind of think the good outweighs the bad. There.
1: I think so too. I we can. I have a scale. And I can measure that. It <laughs> and scale. usually one Waffle House employee weighs a lot more than a single heart. So yeah. it really outweighs it. So
0: Is it amazing. true that you're calling this operation um, getting a heart on? Yeah. That's <laughs> what <laughs> I
1: say. I, I go out <laughs> in the street. Mm-hmm. I go up to a, a person. I go, you wouldn't get a heart on? Mm-hmm. And they go, mm-hmm. yeah. And I stick them in the neck with a needle. They fall into a white van we speed off and they get their heart <laughs> they get nuts.
0: In the wrong lens, when you view this situation, you could be seen, I don't know, maybe like a serial killer. Well, it's,
1: yeah. it's all about how you frame it. You know, on one hand, I could be a serial killer. On the other hand, I am just performing heart transplants on people that didn't know they needed heart transplants. Mm-hmm. And who are you framing? Who am I framing? Yeah. Who, who are you pinning all these
2: murders on? <laughs> <laughs> you said it's all about who you frame. They're not murders. They, people
1: live but for some. how long
2: <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> some and for how long well here's the thing I slowly just replace the people that didn't make it through surgery uh, with Waffle House workers and they just kind of take <laughs> over their life <laughs> oh, So, you know Dave normal man you know gets his heart taken out and well he you know flat lines you know not every surgeon can be 100% no no. Right, right. And uh, I have a Waffle House worker that goes, "Well, now you're Dave Normalman and now you're going to take over his life." So, Brandy comes in for a heart surgery. Brandy, yeah. Flatlines.
2: Uh, on Brandy. the off chance, on the on the, sure. the, the one off, she flatlines from a Waffle House cook operating on her. I'd like to point
1: out she's not the only Brandy in the uh in the <laughs> house.
2: <laughs> but she she does die she expires we'll say
1: she expires like milk <laughs> like and the they' y'all House call eggs. me bad <laughs> you're
2: and John with a dentch of cigarettes and a long ponytail yeah. wears a lot of leather slides yeah. into Brandy's place and is now assumed to brandy's life
1: yeah just a woman like a,
0: a petite woman and now it's just John <laughs> with his how me. does his Greasy. skills of manning the grill translate into brandy's life
1: i I listen I'm not a micromanager, so once they get into the life of Brandy, I say run it how you need to run it.
0: Okay, so after after they take over Brandy's life, you're you're kinda done with them. Yeah, I'm just a surgeon. Okay. okay. You
1: know, I just remove the hearts. They remove set this whole thing into
0: motion and you just (laughs) let it go.
2: Say the husband of Brandy realizes maybe this isn't
0: Brandy.
1: I think Brandy's husband is happy with the change.
2: You think so? Yeah, I, I
1: bet the husband's like, man, Brandy, your hair is extra greasy. <laughs> I love your thin little rat tail that when you did have. did you
2: get these Harley Davidson tattoos?
0: I, I I love that you've always got cigarettes on hand.
1: <laughs> Brandy, when, when did you get this happy trail under your belly button? <laughs> but basically, my home, my house is a home because I have hearts everywhere on side tables. Spinning on fans. I have the basketball game where we can shoot hearts into a hoop.
0: You know, it's where the heart. Just something like for the
1: kids. Just you know, (laughs) it makes the holidays great when family comes over. Is your slogan? Hardly anyone dies. Hardly anyone dies. Yeah, Um, it's not yet, but it will be because that really plays into the. The f- the picture that I'm trying to present of nobody's dying here. We're really treading water. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Nobody dies here. I just happen to have all these hearts. But it's like whenever you're putting together a piece of IKEA furniture and there's like three screws left over, and you're like, "Hmm, it seems like these should have gone somewhere." Yeah. <laughs> but that's the hearts for you. Yeah, they're. <laughs> like,
1: did we send the last guy out with a heart because I it's still sitting on the table. <laughs> we we have one two three people one two three four hearts. <laughs> Just put two hearts in one guy. He's got two hearts now. Weird
0: that I can't find that ham that was in the fridge earlier. <laughs>
1: hmm. But Yeah,
0: you know, if you want to make a house a home, get dump furniture.
1: Get furniture from the dump. Put it in your house. Uh, put bomb it with poison. I think with your method of making it okay. It was for breeze. okay. Uh, bomb it with poison. Febreze is not poison. <laughs> i not try to change the narrative now. Right. At that dose,
0: it's pretty
2: legal. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not going to lie. Once you get enough Febreze, yes, it does start to harm your biological organs.
0: Johnson and Johnson, give us a call. Um, let us know about Febreze.
1: <laughs>
0: is it really good? How similar is Febreze to, mm, let's say, Agent Orange?
1: <laughs> yeah, mustard
0: gas. <laughs> also, make a house at home.
1: Uh, create a log cabin, fur trade. Mm-hmm. Uh, have a big burly man in there mm-hmm. that
0: sleeps with you uh, yeah
1: <laughs> that cuddles way.
0: up cuddles up to you at night it's well documented it was a bunk bed situation yeah, so but you let him sleep in your bed sometimes <laughs> if it gets cold but if we're not in front of the the homie fireplace might have to i like
1: to imagine you and pierre in front of the homie fireplace all bundled <laughs> up maybe feeding each other grapes
0: just spoonfuls of stew <laughs>
1: And also, home is where the heart is. So, harvest people's hearts and transplant them to different people? I don't know where we ended up in the heart thing. I think it was kind of mm-hmm. that, but also maybe
0: use them as uh, furnishings.
1: But y'all didn't come here to get real answers.
0: <laughs> That's the we whole point. It's, it's a hypothetical section.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's on you at this point. Yeah. The you don't
0: You don't legally have to follow any of these hypotheticals to make your house a home. You but can do what you, you want did. to. These are just pretty solid, well-tested ideas.
1: But there you go. Hey, nobody can say that we don't own homes. If anything that proves we are adults that own homes, it's that segment right there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: Fun fact,
1: guys, we have a new segment.
0: How about that?
1: And really, it's showcasing the people, how knowledgeable we are. Because we have segments like the Questability Tour, NPR... That really give facts about
0: the news, you know, what's happening around the world. But but that actually isn't us. Those are three separate individuals yes, over right. at the QD NPR studio. Right. But that's I mean, like they're a part of, in, you know,
1: uh, but we really need to compete with them. Us three, you know, mm-hmm. uh, but showing people how knowledgeable we are. So our next segment is going to be revolving around letting people know interesting facts about the world around us. So let's uh, let's try that out, I guess. <laughs> All right, so to keep on kind of subject and brand of what we've talked about already, we're going to give some facts about the housing market in the United States. And, you know, us three are very well read about many subjects, and this is one of them. So, uh, fun fact, the United States housing contributes to 15% of the GDP, and about 64% of people that live in the United States actually own their home. That is neat. It is also well known that approximately 1.5 million homeless people reside in shelters and don't have homes.
0: Did you know that roughly 8% of homeless people are really just three cats on top of each other <laughs> with a rug over them?
1: <laughs> three cats? Is that pretty tall? I I, that might be two and a half feet.
0: It's only 8%. <laughs> I didn't say it was a lot. sounds like a lot. That's a lot. There's 300 million people that are
1: in the United States. That's roughly like 20 million people, quote unquote people, that are just three cats standing on top of each other covered in a rug. (laughs) Not even a trench
2: coat, a rug. rug.
0: (laughs) Let Let me ask you a question, though. How often do you really look closely at a homeless person? (laughs)
2: I try to avoid them I know
0: both of you Stare away from them (laughs) I know you do
1: (laughs) If I saw a If I saw a Two and a half foot Homeless person (laughs) In a rug
0: Like in a bath mat (laughs) I'm looking at that guy I'm not looking away from him He's a Uh, circus act Yeah I'm just I'm just reading the facts Yeah Yeah. (laughs) I've got a well researched Report here (laughs) That you're refuting
2: Did you know Interest rates are up 50% this year
0: Oh my God! <laughs> my Everyone
2: is just really interested in homes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think you're confused about what that is. My chart says it's right. <laughs> so you just think interest rates are <laughs> how interested people, people keep are talking about
2: how much they keep going up, and I, I'm I'm on board. I agree. I'm <laughs> Your a lot interest more rates in are going up too. <laughs> <laughs> Your personal interest rates. Yeah, a lot more interested this year and just houses in general.
1: <laughs> Did you know? That over 35% Americans that own homes don't use doors. They use old western swing style doors oh. for their house. Wow.
2: I've seen that trend going
1: around. It's, it's it, I think it's really just catching on and I think it's here to stay. It doesn't really help with air conditioning. but <laughs> I've thought about it uh, <laughs> for our, my house.
2: Like you said, it doesn't help with air conditioning. Fevery seems to be going up. Yeah. <laughs> Not a great way to lock them. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but also, you could have an old Western shootout right outside. So. I guess yeah. so.
2: And even if you do lock the doors, they could just go under it. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty pretty high. Yeah. Which begs the question of how did they keep their stuff safe in old
1: saloons? I, I think it was just the threat of gunfire. It had to have been.
0: <laughs> under constant terror that you're going to be robbed. And it, the robbers aren't even like normal robbers.
1: They're like old cartoon robbers with like striped shirts and like one ba- like a mask around their eyes.
2: Which, to be fair, back in those days, they, they didn't hide who they were when they were robbing something. Either. Yeah, they, were they like, like, called it out. Like, yeah. it's <laughs> Billy and the boys. Dusty Dave and the Slickback Boys.
1: <laughs> you just got robbed by Dusty Dave and the Slickback Boys.
0: <laughs> when he leaves, he just does a dance and kicks up a bunch of dust. <laughs> <laughs> so nobody sees where he goes.
2: It's yeah. <laughs> old West Smoke Bomb. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know the word "house" comes from the old Germanic for "dusty vagina"?
1: <laughs> <laughs> now I know why I want to live in them. <laughs> I don't think your German's good. I don't think you. I don't think you speak German well. I've been taking lessons. Kind of checks out. Put it in your translator. <laughs> <laughs> no, no <way. laughs> Did you know that twenty percent of Americans will throw a Molotov cocktail into their neighbor's window? Wow. (laughs) It doesn't really say the motivation, but I assume it has to do something with neighborhood competition. No, I think the verbiage there is
2: very important. You said will. Yeah, it's going to happen. Okay.
1: That means at some point, if you're in that 20%, your head's going to come off your pillow and go, the Johnson's house needs to be lit (laughs) on fire.
2: (laughs) So now, okay, you got me in the mindset that my neighbors are just looking for a reason.
0: Yeah, you're going to have to board up your windows. Did you know that 10% of Americans, when you go out of town, will turn your empty home into a barn?
1: <laughs> for, like, cattle?
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Purposefully. Purposefully, yeah. Okay. They, they'll they'll be watching for you when you pull out of your driveway to go on a vacation.
1: Oh!
0: Other people will. Other people will, yeah. People will. Oh, yeah. okay.
1: <laughs> I thought people were like, well, we're not using the
0: house for a week. <laughs> Let's turn it into a stable. It, it's not an Airbnb for uh, <laughs> for, livestock. for livestock. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so people will see you and
1: the family mm-hmm, leave yeah, yeah.
0: and be like, we have a place to put the horses. Finally, let's get these horses out of our house and into the neighbors. <laughs> you're like a cowboy. Instead of
1: moving your livestock from uh, pasture to pasture for grazing purposes, you're just moving your,
0: <laughs> your cattle <laughs> and horses from house to house around town. They feed in these people's pantries. <laughs> yeah they really into Cheez-Its. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Did you know houses were first used back in the day? Because people <laughs> were... Back-, back, back in the day? <laughs> back in the day. Just in the time before. In the previous time. In the previous times. <laughs> they started using houses because... They wanted to have a place away from the squirrels' eyes where they could use the bathroom. Mm.
1: They didn't want the squirrels to see them use the bathroom. They were
2: tired of having the squirrels staring at them while they were
1: using. Now the bathroom. I'm looking at the fact that you're reading. Mm-hmm. It says Evan uses a house to use the bathroom away from squirrels' peering eyes. Yes. Why is that? You just you are yes. you, giving a fact just about yourself.
2: Now I feel like I'm not the only one.
1: Do you solely have a house to use the bathroom away from squirrels' gaze. Uh,
0: I am not that blessed. Yeah, I, not, You I, don't have a house or I, don't have squirrels? What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't have a house that I specifically use to pee out of the squirrels.
1: Oh, it's yeah, right. Evan does seem like he owns a lot of houses.
2: Just kind of have them around.
1: What have those squirrels done to you that you need to not use a restroom in front of them?
2: So I was out taking a deuce one day in the woods. You know how you do as a grown man. Mm-hmm. Uh, in a neighborhood. In a neighborhood. And I look up and there's three squirrels staring me dead in the eyes. Yeah.
1: And I see
0: their—it's a lot of pressure to perform. It's—it's mm-hmm.
2: it's that, and it's also I see their eyes darting from my eyes to my genital region, and
0: <laughs> well, historically they're all about the nuts. Yeah, they,
2: they're always looking for a nut. Yeah, and I can't have that. No, um, I've got you need your nuts for winter too. I've got my one to spare, and that's all. <laughs> I had to draw the line somewhere. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. I was just getting real nervous.
1: I get it. I get why you have that fact yeah. That actually might be the one true fact in this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Did you know that the first home mortgage was actually drawn up using Raven's blood as ink? Oh.
1: No. Wow, really? Hmm. Yeah. How yeah. many Ravens
0: do you have to kill to get enough ink to uh, draw up some
1: legal documents?
0: I'm looking here, and uh, the mortgage, which is named after john q mortgage uh he said he slaughtered four dozen ravens oh
1: my
0: it says that specifically mm-hmm. yeah he 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 kept track he thought it was a lot too <laughs> did he pull
1: the heads of the ravens off like he was opening a coke
0: <laughs> yeah and when he did it it made the same sound too <laughs> Oh, like the carbonation
1: delta. sound. <laughs> 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 you know,
0: you know the fizz inside of a inside of a dead raven. <laughs>
1: Little known fact about John Q. Mortgage. John Q. Mortgage, yeah,
0: founder of the mortgage.
1: <laughs> Did you know one in three homes will be reverse burgled? Explain. Instead of burglars breaking into your house to take things out, these burglars will just bring things into your house, so you'll wake up with a busted window and an extra sofa the next morning. <laughs> sounds like somebody's my... kid moved in back home from college. I was going to say, it
2: just sounds like my wife went to the store. <laughs> One in three. One in three homes. Did you know roofs used to be the opposite way? <laughs> explain how's that <laughs> your roof used to come through the middle of your house oh
1: like upside down upside down yeah
2: oh. <laughs> flip it take the roof you got now flip it upside down and you got a nice little pool above your house <laughs> that you can go kind of swim around in not a lot of headroom in the house though no no nope. nope. takes a lot of headroom out L- takes a lot of room in general out <laughs> yeah. um secondly any leak you got a lot of water damage yeah. So they've moved away from that. Yeah, that makes Got sense. Got more of the converse. I'm glad technology has advanced. Yeah, it was worth a shot. I'm can't, glad they tried. Can't, yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: can't fault <laughs> them for trying.
0: Did you guys know that a lot of houses now are being built without basements or attics? Uh, they're actually putting them on the side and they're calling them sidements.
2: <laughs> so stupid.
1: <laughs> sidements. 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 Yeah. <laughs> They're different! And they're different from just a normal room. Mm -hmm.
2: (laughs)
0: Not like a garage
2: or just like a take a word for it. We don't need to (laughs) dig (laughs) into
0: it too much. Just one just one of your standard (laughs) sidemets. Fun fact
1: also about uh basements, over thirty thousand Americans no longer have the inside of their house. In fact, their house is just a shell, and they have dug into the earth to become some sort of mole people. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mole
2: people? Just keep coming up.
0: <laughs> we love our mole people. The podcast loves some
2: mole people. Friends of the mole people.
0: Here. Mother Earth calls to us all, you know.
1: <laughs> so if you ever see your neighbors just hauling off loads and loads of dirt, they're probably mole people and they're <laughs> digging inside <laughs> type. Yeah, house. Yeah, you need to look into that. <laughs>
2: Look into getting your house excavated, because you would probably also (laughs) want to be a mole person.
1: It seems very fun. That's just what I'm saying. If you walk into somebody's house, don't walk into it with confidence. Open the door, look down, because you could just fall right into a giant hole. Be nervous. (laughs) Be be nervous about the mole people. (laughs) Did y'all know that before the year 1900, one in seven people had circular uh, chimneys? What that? What happened? Well, before the year 1900, people didn't realize that smoke needs to exit the house. They would have an arch of a chimney that would reverse right back down into their bedroom. <laughs> that, that's a classic mistake, <laughs> though. Who, who, who doesn't try to get a little more smoke in their house? They love the smoky that's smell. Yeah. <laughs> they, they like
2: the feeling of the soot on their skin. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Here's the thing. They realized that the chimney reversing right back into the house would create extra warmth. Mm -hmm. But then they would also realize that a lot of times they wouldn't wake up from sleep. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Did you know the original measurement they used for houses, square feet, came about because they had a lot of heavy men with very square feet.
1: (laughs) Just rotund little piggies. Just 12
2: by 12s. Yeah. Honkers down
0: there. Yeah. <laughs> well that also brings me to uh, a point that I have. Did you know that when they measured the distance between studs, they just got <laughs> just a just <laughs> a honk of a man.
1: <laughs> Some delts on him. <laughs>
0: Some big old shoulders. And they would just move him in between where they thought the studs would be. <laughs> They said shoulder to shoulder looked good to them. (laughs)
2: That's about 16 inches right
1: there. Did y'all know that one in three Americans don't realize that windows are windows and just think they're paintings inside their house? (laughs) They look at they will go into somebody's house and be like, this is a beautiful painting. And it just be the
0: window into the backyard. Did you know that uh, before the use of tornado shelters, homeowners would instead go hide in a tent outside? (laughs) Thank God we have (laughs) all. It's getting really windy in here.
1: (laughs) Well... Our last fact of the day is, did you know that the Question World Detour podcast
0: is where you go for your information mm-hmm. or yeah. should
1: be where you go for your information?
0: If you're writing a paper, uh, be sure that you put us in your bibliography page. Yeah. Cite those sources.
2: <laughs> and if you need any more facts uh, or information on a subject... Kind of just write in that subject. Yeah, us, yeah. Honestly.
1: Email us in. That's right. Yeah, if you want to, if you want to know fact, we know all about facts. Mm-hmm. Anything
0: we can, we can get those those deep cut facts. Yeah, that you're not going to find at the simple Google search. Right. Yeah. The facts we give are on page about thirty of that Google search. <laughs> yeah.
2: You're going to have to search for a long time if you wanted to find these, and even then, you may not get to them.
1: Yeah. So you know, write in questworldgtor podcast at gmail.com, By the way. Give us a subject. We'll give you so many fun facts about that subject. But there you go. Episode 37, guys. Listen, we've been giving fun facts, and that's intelligence. Mm. But what people are missing out on is wisdom. So let's give the Saturday workers their one-liner wisdom.
2: Sure, it's important to read a book, but I think it's more important to hear the book.
1: (laughs) You putting a lot of books through your ears?
2: You got to listen to it. (laughs) You got to listen to the book. Hear what it's saying. (laughs) See how
0: it's you don't know how to read, do you? You know, it's fun to see your grandmother around the Thanksgiving holidays, but what's more fun is visiting her in prison. <laughs> Does it have to be around the holidays? That just makes it more more fun. Yeah, more memorable. Okay.
1: Very festive. Uh, there you go. Wisdom. Wisdom and knowledge. Where else? What other podcast? Name a podcast right now that gives you both of those. You can't let's just, just a just a wellspring of knowledge. <laughs> well rounded. <laughs> but um if you have a hypothetical you want us to answer, advice you need from us, or you want a subject where we can give you fun facts, email us in questionable detour podcast at gmailcom alright you All right,
0: y'all wanna be done? Yes. yes. Pierre, I've been asking you so many times, will you pick up those dang beaver pelts?
1: <laughs> Look,
0: we both live here. We need to live in harmony.
1: <laughs>
0: Look, I know I don't go out there and help you skin these animals. <laughs> I know you've got to call your mom to come give you a hand. <laughs> I don't know what's arousing you.